0: Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church, where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey, everyone! This is episode forty-four of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our Q and A series, where we answer questions submitted by our listeners. And this week, we are looking at a question that has to do with the topic of the Holy Spirit. And so, specifically, the question that was submitted was, the idea of being filled with the Spirit is nebulous to me. How do you do that? Okay, so the idea of being filled with the Spirit is nebulous to me. How do you do that? And so this is a great question for us to consider and to get some clarity on, because I do think this is something that can be often confused or misunderstood and really misused in a lot of different ways. And so it would be helpful for us to kind of take a moment here in this episode and to consider what this means to be filled with the Spirit. And when I hear of this concept of being filled with the Spirit, my mind immediately goes to Ephesians 5.18, where we have this topic addressed. And so let's go there now. Let me let me read that verse here, Ephesians 5.18. It says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Okay, so this is the passage that speaks of this concept of being filled with the Spirit. And so let's just kind of point out a few things here real quick, and then we'll kind of wrap it all together and get an idea of what this means. And so again, so first of all, we should note that this is in the form of a command, okay? So this is, like, we are called to be filled with the Spirit. And so this is indicating that it is something for us to do, okay? Some action to take in some way, okay? Just keep that in mind. Second, it, it, it's in the present tense, okay? This idea of being filled uh, with the Spirit is in, this command is in the present tense indicating that this is a repeated or a continual action, uh, so we will be. We should be continually filled with the Spirit. You should keep on being filled with the Spirit. And so this is not referring to a one-time thing. And this is important for us to understand because this would then indicate that this uh, being filled with the Spirit is different from, like the indwelling of the Spirit, like we see in Romans eight nine, or or the baptism of the Spirit in First Corinthians twelve thirteen. Which are both one time events that occur when a believer comes to salvation. So, like at the moment you place your faith in Christ for salvation, you are indwelt by or baptized by, like kind of the same idea here, by the Holy Spirit. And so, you now have the Holy Spirit in you. That is a one time thing and cannot be taken from you. Okay. So, and so that's those are one time things. But now, here in Ephesians, you have Paul talking to believers that already have the Holy Spirit in them, and he tells them to be filled with the Spirit. And so, and this is a continual filling, and so this is different from that initial indwelling at salvation. Okay, so we're, we're thinking of something else here. Okay, so again, keep that in mind, we'll build off of that. Uh, a third thing we should point out, right, like this is a passive command, and so um, we're called to be filled um, so we are not the ones necessarily, like, we're not the ones doing the filling, uh, but are being filled. And then fourth, uh, being filled in, with the Holy Spirit is standing in contrast to getting drunk with wine, okay? So notice that, he says, do not be drunk with wine, for the, that is debauchery, um, but be filled with the Spirit. There's that contrast there, and so that's going to help us. In a second here. And so, okay, so let's pull all that together. So, that's a lot of stuff that I just kind of threw out there, but let's pull it all together and kind of draw a conclusion as to what this means to be filled with the Spirit. And so, I think what Paul is getting at here is that being filled with the Spirit involves living under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so being filled with the Spirit involves living under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And this is why you have this contrast to being drunk. Like, this is why, like, this contrast to being drunk is helpful here. Because even today, we speak of someone who is drunk as being under the influence of alcohol, right? And what we mean by that is the alcohol is affecting their mindset and actions and influencing them in some way. And so, in a similar fashion, believers are to instead be filled with the Holy Spirit, which means that the Holy Spirit is then influencing your mindset and actions. Okay, now let's take this even kind of a step further. Like, how then does the Holy Spirit influence our mindset and actions? Is this some mystical thing or some like, oh, I'm feel this, I don't know, leading to do this or whatever, right? Like, how how does that actually work? I don't think it's some mystical thing, I think more so the primary way that the Holy Spirit influence our lives, including our mindset and actions, is through the Word of God, through the Bible. So if you are being filled with the Spirit, then your mindset and actions are going to be lining up with that of Scripture, and your life will look like what Scripture depicts the Christian life should look like. Okay, so one easy evaluation of whether you are being filled with the Spirit is, does your life line up with what is taught in the Bible? Does your mindset reflect that of Scripture? Okay, that's a good indication that you are being filled with the Spirit. But let's keep kind of fleshing this out. Let's take this even a little further and uh as to what like it looks like in more kind of specific terms of what does it look like to be filled with spirit. So again, take this nebulous concept that we can have and let's put some legs on it here and and everything. And so one of the first things we could do is, well in Ephesians 5, we get a little glimpse into some of the outflows of what it looks like to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So let's go back to those verses and kind of read the following verses. So verse 18, what we read before, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit. And now let's look at these following few verses addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. And so we get a little glimpse in there of kind of what being filled with the Spirit kind of leads to. We see, like, one, it leads to, like, worshiping the Lord in a, a corporate setting, right? We're uh, addressing one another in the Psalms, spiritual songs, all that. But notice that's, like, with your heart. So it's also worshiping the Lord privately, in a sense, too, right? So there's this wor- a life of worship uh, that will be corporately with other believers, but also privately, that it's you, right? Like, genuinely worship the Lord. Uh, we see that filled with the Spirit will lead to giving thanks to the Lord and continually giving thanks as giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father. And so it would be a life of thankfulness. And then even verse 21 talks about another thing it leads to is to humble submission to others, that we would have a humble mindset that doesn't put ourselves above others. Okay. And so right away you have in Ephesians 5 just, again, a further outflow of what that means to be filled with the Spirit. Okay? But I think we can also see a connection uh, between this idea, this concept of being filled with the Spirit as well as you see kind of a related concept of walking by the Spirit or being led by the Spirit. And we see that in Galatians 5. And so let's go there and take a look at Those verses, and I think this will help us even more to see what this looks like in our life to be filled with the Spirit, okay? So Galatians 5, 16 to 23, it says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. ...is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Okay, so, so notice some observations there. So walking in the Spirit, or being filled with the Spirit, means... first of all, we, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh... Or live lives that are characterized by the works of the flesh that we just saw kind of listed there. But rather, if we're walking in the Spirit or being filled with the Spirit, we will be seeking to obey the desires of the Spirit. And that will result in producing the fruit of the Spirit that we saw listed there. The love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all that stuff, okay? And so again, another simple evaluation you can make to consider whether you are being filled by the Spirit, or with the Spirit, is, does my life look more like the works of the flesh, listed in Galatians 5? Or does my life look more like the fruit of the Spirit, listed in Galatians 5? Because if you are being filled with the Spirit, you will be producing fruit. Okay? Alright, so a lot of information there. Um, but let's kind of wrap up again with kind of the summary to get back to the question. Cause again, it's, we, we often think, well, how do you, how are you filled with the spirit? How do you be filled with this Holy spirit? And and again, I think we, our mind jumps to kind of this mystical kind of experience or thing or whatever, but really it boils down to, again, and kind of repeat this again, that, Being filled with the Spirit means, and remember it's like this passive idea, means to allow the Spirit to influence your mindset and actions. Or you can say essentially your whole life, right? To allow the Holy Spirit to influence your whole life. And the primary way the Holy Spirit does that is through what? It does that through the Word of God and that working on our life. Okay, so that's how we are filled with the Spirit. It is this yielding, it is this surrendering, you can even say, to the will of the Holy Spirit in your life. Okay, that He would influence your actions in your mindset. Not our own fleshly thoughts or all that, but rather He would influence it. The Holy Spirit would, and He does that primarily through the Word. Okay. And then we looked at some practical ways of what that looks like in our lives, right? What are some indications that might show if we are being influenced by the Holy Spirit or not, okay? So hopefully that was helpful. Um, Again, I know that was a lot kind of crammed in there, but hopefully uh, that gives some clarity there. And so hopefully this idea of being filled with the Spirit is maybe not as nebulous or vague, but hopefully this gives a little picture of Um, what that actually means and so again as always with all the questions if uh, you want to ask follow up please submit follow-up questions if that was unclear or you want more specific kind of things addressed or whatever right like feel free to ask follow-ups and submit those okay but that's going to do it for today's episode so we'll catch you all later